0: In Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. Right now, it is 1206. And you're listening to the John DePietro show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website. Yes, we do have sound today at our website DePetro.com. I want to welcome everybody in who is, uh, <coughs> excuse me, tuned in for our live simulcast on Facebook. What today is Wednesday? I'm still trying to remember that today is just Wednesday. What a week it has been because of the events on the block. Folks, good afternoon, one and all, everybody on Facebook. We have so many new followers and listeners. The um, yeah, it's only Wednesday. Just the last twenty-four hours. What an incredible, what an incredible time to be alive on um, on John DePietro Facebook Live, folks. Check it out, and, and remember, if you're watching on Facebook, please share that you're watching. Many of you, you also need to subscribe to the page. People ask me, how can I find out when you go live? If you click the like button, especially. Especially, I should say, if, in fact, you become a monthly subscriber at the website, which is, um, excuse me, at the Facebook page, John DePietro Show. And uh, this Facebook gives you certain metrics that you have to hit in order to stay at the levels, you know, that you're at. And right now, I mean, the uh, Facebook live stream has never been stronger, never been stronger. Um, Fall of 2020, summer with a lot of the protests, but we were still kind of finding our way. But it just keeps, uh, it's, you know, every day getting bigger. It's uh, John DiPietro's show on Facebook. And then, you know, a lot of times people, in order to show their appreciation for the program, or maybe if something makes you laugh or you learn something or just hear something you didn't know, you can uh, they have where you can send stars, which are tremendous. And again, you have to hit certain metrics. (laughs) Metric system, as Henry B. Chaffey would say, in order to, um, you know, uphold your standing within... The FB community, which has just been rocketing. And I want to, folks, again, it's part of my PR, Landscape, Materials, and Garden Center. But I want to just, um, because it's even astounding to me, as a matter of fact. As someone that, you know, I mean, I live it, right, every day, obviously. But even some of the numbers are just um, are amazing. And, um, and especially, you know, I posted this. We, um, we have some videos that, and, and the thing that's great about Facebook is you see direct, they tell you right away, like how it's reaching, who it's reaching. It's, it's a great tool. And um, so some of our videos, you can see, we reached 230,000 people. In the video of me at the ferry, Monday night as everything was unfolding, um, was seen by seventy nine thousand people folks that is I, I can't even begin to tell you how huge the huge those numbers are huge and I, I I mean I suppose if I had the time we'd add up all of the the video views and how many people it's reaching I'm I mean we'll I'll have to go through it I just I simply have not had the time because we've been cranking out the videos from uh, this whole thing but I, I'm gonna I mean, if just one video was 2.30, go to three, I don't even, I can't even begin to, over 500 to half a million people are going to the Facebook page and seeing the stuff that we're putting out. I mean, it's really, and it's not your imagination. That is uh, far bigger than a lot of the, quote, local media. Uh, I can tell you the Pork Boy doesn't even have an audience nowhere, anywhere close to that, let alone the sham of his, um failed television program but anyhow folks that's why it's the chosen one and when it's it's going it's going and i also i just want to before i tell you about pr landscape materials and garden center you know someone sent me something today and then they're they're almost put off that i don't jump at it but this is the same person that sent wrong information folks if you it's one thing if you say many times people say i think i'm hearing something went on here or i think i heard that what." you know, um, gunshots, or I heard that this is, but if you present fact and, and this person was presenting things as fact, you, you can't, you know, you can't go backwards. You can't go backwards. And then just, I mean, it, it was so egregious. So I'm not even going to get into some of the stuff that is floating out there now that people want to, um, you know, go, go through the whole thing and start to, you, you, you can't, you can't reel it in once you start to go down that that path of just complete miss, unreliable information. We are real news. We deliver it as it's happening, on time, on the scene. As many of you know, I as I said, I and I think the sound should be fine to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. By the way, I apologize. We're in such a um, a roll yesterday that I did not even notice that um, that we had had a. All of a sudden, at the last second, we had a a technical glitch, which can happen. And then you just have to deal with it. Um, But again, I want to appreciate those, especially Freddie reached out, said, you know, no offense, but one, we can't hear you. So we we straightened it out. But anyhow, folks, um, um, good afternoon to everybody. Please share that you are watching. People um, like finding out everything that is is happening, give you the latest. And again, as I mentioned, you know, there was a time Think of that somebody when they're when they're at one of the television stations and they're lazy, you know. If you were on the Black Island Ferry, can you contact me? And blah blah blah. And you know, I I don't know. Here's a thought: maybe go as the story is is breaking. For crying out loud, the laziness. But folks, you know, we'll take it. It's fine because all it does is um is is just continues to fuel. You know, people like when you go on scene. People like when you, you. many times, as many of you know, we're so far ahead. Um, and I think, thank you for the stars, by the way, on this Wednesday. I think people realize, listen, I'm not naive here. It, it, it was, It's a tremendous endeavor to say that we're going to, the hardest thing you can cover. I was doing an interview recently, meaning I was being interviewed. And the hardest thing you can do is um, try to take the mantle that you're going to do breaking <laughs> breaking news I mean it's the last thing many people say we're going to provide consumer information right we're going to provide political updates we're going to pre- but when you sign on for breaking news, that is really difficult because as many times you've seen, when it breaks, you're going to drop everything and go you know and, um, and obviously we did that. The North Providence armed standoff, that was something, you know, 10 hours. And then, you know, we were back in North Providence, actually, Saturday night as you had the armed home invasion. And then Monday night, as we were live in the middle of lamenting what was going on with the President Trump FBI raid, um, that suddenly we, we just you, you have to literally be ready to drop and go just boom. And out the door in there. And, and then it was worth it in the end, folks. But speaking about things that are worth it, PR landscape materials and garden center. And right now, farm, farm, fresh vegetables are ready. Sweet corn, zucchini, eggplant, yellow squash, tomatoes and cucumbers. Local honey is available all season long. Stop it and see them. They're open seven days a week. Now, remember, they have annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs. And you know what else? And they look great. They have the Placata Abravites. They're in stock. Hundreds to choose from. Three feet tall, 11 feet tall, fast-growing, deer-resistant. They make a beautiful natural border. And they have them at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. Vegetable, plants, and herbs. Gift certificates are available. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. They're having a fantastic season. I'm so happy for them. You know, I like, I respect the work they do. It's quality. It's not easy. Hey, they run a business seven days a week. The service puts it over the chart. You know, service is definitely something lacking in this Biden economy. But pop it and see them. And right now, the vegetables, I'm just going to say it. I mean, they're the best in our area. Sweet corn, eggplant. Tomatoes, cucumbers, PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Well, folks, I want to once again encourage you to visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E, tarot.com. We have a lot of Block Island videos. We continue, by the way. Many people are actually catching up like, oh, wow, I didn't know this happened here. I didn't know about the Charlotte Lester missing person case. It's a happening, and it's all at the website, depetro.com, And depetro.com, which is French by Home Again Consignment, you know, if you're looking, stop it and see, John. They have new inventory every week. They're open Tuesday through Saturday. Look for them on Facebook. Home again consignment. Located right in the Governor Francis Shopping Center. Fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware. It's all quality, by the way. And he'll even do an estate sale. Stop it and see them. Look for them on Facebook. Buy, sell, or do it on consignment. But he will do an estate sale. Home again consignment. Now, I want to get to... Um, Folks, let me just calm everyone down. Listen, the Trump thing is not gonna be resolved today. And there's a lot of people that are shouting out various things. It shouldn't come surprise to anyone. You know, someone was like going into a panic. They have they have security cameras at Mar-a-Lago. They like I are you what? <laughs> they have security cameras at Mar-a-Lago? Tony Montana. Montana, he had security cameras in Scarface in Miami in whatever that was, 1982. Of course they had security cameras at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> they have security cameras. Is that like a news bulletin? What's the matter with some people? They just start losing their mind. Listen, let this thing take its course. Many of you are absolutely panicking. I'll tell you who's not panicking. President Trump and his people are not panicking. Stop listening to some of that stuff. It's all, they have security cameras. What? Is that news? Do you have any idea how big mar Largo is? This is a surprise that they have security cameras? What's wrong with some of these? The entire FBI raids on tape. The entire thing was taped by cameras of. the... What are you, surprised by that? Again, Trump wins. What do you mean Trump wins? He, he's announcing. What? Bombshell. Trump has to. That's not a bombshell. The bombshell would be if there were not security cameras. What is wrong with some people? Oh, listen, this thing is going here, here's to. The, here's the discipline. It's not playing itself out today. We're going to talk to our legal analyst, Attorney Tim Dodd, tomorrow. I was just on the phone this morning with someone in the Trump orbit. They're not panicked. This was... Listen. (coughs) The midterms are at stake. They've been trying everything to tie him in with the midterms. None of it has worked. This was not a surprise, not really. This wasn't that unexpected, a little bit, maybe the extent of it, kind of thought there'd be a little more of a heads up, maybe while he's in Florida, but that they are, you know, people like, have, I've got to get it together here. You got to get it together. This, again, I, I'm not, I know some people are going to spend hours talking about it. it it's all speculation. It's, it's it's slow. I know it's a discipline. You know, I, I received an email from someone. I need to know what's happening. Well, you need to know or you want to know what's happening. You don't need to know what's happening. You want to know what's happening. You don't need to know what's happening. All right. How about the fact that now Ballads has canceled ballads cancels roots and rhythm festival after the weekend now i know steve filippi i think i am going to talk to him today i really just have not had an opportunity because we have been I, I mean it folks and we were back down there again last night and it is um it has really been um non-stop so but i will talk to him because I, and i understand listen block island doesn't need those types of crowds But there's a a larger situation that is happening here. And that is, as I said, and that is the type of people, and of course the media won't talk about this. Um, I like, you know, if you heard last hour, we spoke with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And, you know, and even he said that Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor, who now she's announcing no more debates she doesn't have time she doesn't even have a job description she didn't win election i'm so glad he wrote a piece saying it is cowardly for her to duck debates that lieutenant governor and i have no right i have no dog in this fight i have no horse in this race whatever expression you want to use the three people running thank god you have aaron who's running as a republican on the other side i think that actually now if this turns out to be aaron guckian who a lot of people don't know, but you will get to know him. Um, if, they, if there's a, an actual race between him and, actually, I think he'll beat all three of them. But if it's Matos, it really will. Because I don't care what her people try to say. You know, she gets nervous. She's never done debates like this. She just starts going off talking points that make no sense. At times, when she speaks, it's, it's inaudible. You can't understand her. I'm not being mean. I'm not being cruel. It's not racist. I'm being honest. You can't understand her because her accent is so thick. Now, if I want to, um, and I do, just to provide an example, someone who I have a lot of respect for and obviously beloved, but the first lady, Melania Trump, sometimes would say things. And not all the time, but, and she's brilliant and speaks several languages. But there were just different times when she would say something you couldn't fully understand. It doesn't mean it makes you a racist. There were sometimes someone from another country who learns English, English as a second language. And they don't exactly know the different ways that words can be used. And as I said to Dan McGowan, and I'm glad he wrote the column. This is absurd that she won't debate. She She's not actually lieutenant governor. She was appointed lieutenant governor by McKee in a very pandering way to try to get the Latino vote. He just keeps getting one union endorsement after another. And folks, what what people have to understand is every time Dan McKee, Governor McGreed, every time he gets one of these endorsements, there's strings attached. There's a dollar sign behind it. I, I just, we've never encountered anything. As egregious as this guy is governor. And I'm going to repeat what I said, which I've said in the past. It all makes sense now. You know, I was critical. It's 1223, folks. Good afternoon on this Wednesday. It's August 10th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9. I was critical of Raimondo. She wouldn't let him anywhere near the stage, any event she was doing. And I mean zero. And you know what? She knew exactly what she was doing. And the next time I see her, I am going to say that boy, you you called that. This guy, everything, whew, slippery as can be. She sized up him and Silva and the whole operation really quickly. Now I know why she didn't let it, but you have to understand every endorsement he gets, there's strings attached to it, there's money. He is a pocketbook. He is you know, he, if, if he does win the primary and then wins the general, it's all contingent on that. He's going to have a lot of checks that he's got to write and cover a lot. Rhode Island, I would say Rhode Island can't afford for Dan McKee to get elected. He's so bad. But I just want to ballots cancel Roots and Rhythm Festival after this past weekend. Channel 12 is a story. I have to fight at their establishment. And there were a lot of fights. That was a riot, by the way. That was a riot. That wasn't just a fight. That was a riot. That turned into a free wheeling brawl. Anyone that wants to jump up, if you haven't seen the video, we have it on uh, DiPietro.com, and then it's also on Facebook, obviously. But that was anyone that wants. You want to fight. You want to just jump up. You want to test yourself. It just became like a free-for-all. It was like MMA fighting. Who wants in? Right? It was just a... Summer Slam. Anybody that wants, jump into the circle, punch whoever you want. Someone could punch you. That was a, a complete disaster. So they're not going to hold it, and that's actually not until the twenty-first. So, but I, I, it, you know, in this whole business, two hurt seven arrested. Listen, there could have been a lot more arrested. There were people that chose not to go to the emergency room. There were people being slashed with razors and knives. And then they, you know, you threw the, the knives overboard. I don't know what happened that they couldn't find. Somebody was firing a gun. Um, a lot more people could have been arrested. A lot more people could have been arrested. That was a disgrace. But you have to step back at who's emboldening many of these people that come in. Now, as someone that was there. Some people are not going to like this statement, but I was once again, as I have been, folks, and again, good afternoon at 1225, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. I was taken aback at the number of people who could not speak English. Um, now, listen, I someone may say, what kind of statement? I, I am just saying, you know, when, when you set up this sanctuary state, that Governor McKee has brought to another level and perfected with aided and abetted by Sabina Matos his lieutenant governor <coughs> um, you you create this this element of of lawlessness that they continue to permeate and many of you know that watch when I go live. And I'll tell you, um, going live in Providence has become, it's become even more increasingly dangerous. And the more gang activity that there is, and the, the Providence police have a very difficult job. Because the more illegals you let in, and then the more gang activity there is, these people are very transient. They commit a crime and then they fly back to the Dominican Republic. They commit a crime And they go back to Guatemala for a while till things cool down and come back. It's not fair to the people of the city. It's not fair to the police. There's a lot happening there. But when you, these are the types of things that Governor McKee doesn't talk about. And many of the things that are happening in the news, it's not your imagination. Rhode Island's getting more violent. You know, look at the people that were arrested with the whole Block Island fiasco. All from Providence and Pawtucket. One of them needed, at least one of them needed a translator. Several of the people that I wanted to talk to outside the ferry, they couldn't understand English. I don't even know what countries they're from. But you could, all right, that's fair. Hey, it's summertime and they're tourists visiting. Well, but they live, they say they live in Providence and Pawtucket. So, not exactly like some Europeans that are making their way through. I didn't hear a lot of uh, Australian accents. Not convinced that they're just tourists that happen to be coming through Rhode Island at the time. You know, but at what point is someone going to call them out on it? You know, how bad is it getting? I mean, and we're becoming more of a laughing stock. And you have to understand that, you know, police, car drives with woman on the hood. The woman was riding on the hood after a car crash. Now, someone... You know, folks, in, in in certain Latin American countries, um, the way they approach women, and the way they also, by the way, the way they approach young women, very different than Americans. I know for a fact that the Red Sox have had situations where they have had to speak with some of the ballplayers that play for the Red Sox. I won't get into any names, but one of them, you know, many times, sometimes they were confused that. Wow, they ship so-and-so out of town. So you're playing on the Red Sox. Let's just say they're 23, 24 years old. And the Red Sox organization would hear and find out that they were interacting with, a lot of times their play is from the Dominican, and they're interacting with young girls, not even women, as young as 14, 15 years old. And they had to say, hey, listen, this is, this is America. You're not in the Dominican. Oh, no, you know, in my country, they're fit. No, no, they're not for your game. That's not, that's not age of consent. You can get in trouble here. It was a big problem for one of the players. Now, again, I'm not trying to cast aspersions here on the Red Sox. I'm just trying to say in different cultures, there's certain things that are acceptable that are not acceptable in others. As many of you know, in the month of March, I was East in Europe. What's the first thing they talk about with Russia? Heavy alcoholism. Heavy alcoholism. I mean like heavy alcoholism. 60% of men in Russia don't live over the age of 60. 60%. They don't drink like once in a while. They drink every day. Alcoholism is off the charts. It's almost, it's a cultural thing. If you live in Russia... You're not the exception if you say, you know, and it's mostly men, but it can be women. But, you know, it's not that your brother is a drinking problem. There's a very good chance your father did, didn't your uncles, and your grandfather. And if 60% of the men are not living above the age of 60, a big part of that is alcoholism. It's part of the fabric. It's part of the culture. So with Dan McKee and Cicilline and Sabina Matos and the rest of them, don't they never take responsibility for Is when these people are coming into our area, Rhode Island, Providence, Pawtucket, Woonsocket, West Warwick, Central Falls, they're not adapting. They're bringing their cultures with them. They're behaving the way they behave in their own country. And a perfect example of this, if you didn't see it, it's on, I put it on petro.com. I went last minute to that Dominican festival, Sunday night in Providence. And the trash just thrown down on the street, and the amount of it near containers. And I did hear from someone from the Dominican Republic I said, "Oh no, no, in the Dominican Republic, when you finish something, a beer, drink, food, whatever, you then just take it and throw it on the ground. They hire people, then go around and collect it. I'm like, well, you know, in America, we do have people that have to do that, but we also have containers, because then it costs money to do a lot of that, you know? Um, someone I know was traveling and was in Asia, and they were in a picnic area. Now what do we do, right? If you go to, just pick an outside place where you, you take your food, you eat there, and then you sit at a picnic table. And then when you finish, right, or at a fast food place, whatever, you we, we throw things away. They don't do that there. The person that I know is in Asia. I won't say which country, but when they went to do that, they said, no, 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 there were people that do that. So you get up and walk away and you just leave all your litter and everything right there on the table. <clears throat> so the problem is when they come here, they think that's what it's going to be. So I don't hear any of them take responsibility for the violent, culturally different. Everyone wants, wants to talk about the melting pot. The melting pot was on full display on Block Island and on that ferry and it's 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 we are at a crossroads in the state because all I hear from people is, you know, I don't go to Providence anymore. You know that in, in some ways and I know people don't mean that, but that's almost like being an enabler. Because think of the the solution is should not be that it's dangerous. So you don't go in anymore. The solution should be they fix it. And depending on who comes in and who the police are, to continue to make it safe. You know, as some of you know, I, I was covering a, a murder in, in uh, Silver Lake recently. Silver Lake, it's a big Italian section, immaculate lawns with some big Silver Lake families, uh, Igliosi, Salvatore, some others. Well, that's not the crowd now, right? That is certainly not the crowd that you have in Silver Lake now, um, and and people that if you saw some of the coverage, then you know you know exactly what I'm, what we're talking about. The very very different crowd to the point where you know if someone now told me that they lived around there or near the Cranston Street Armory and so forth, it it would be like have you completely lost your mind? <laughs> it could, because it is not safe. It's just not. Folks, This speaking of not safe, this portion of the John Petro Show is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Now, listen, remember the Latin, the next time you have an emergency, if you don't want to wait seven, eight, nine hours in an emergency room, go to AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. Also, East Greenwich location, which I've been to, 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. They're right across from Felicia's. It's AtMed Urgent urgent care, diagnostic treatment center, they comprehensive outpatient health care individuals and families. They do cost efficient health care alternative to a hospital based emergency. So what I'm saying is, if you go to Atman urgent care, it's much faster. The staff is just as competent. Um, everyone basically speaks English. Everyone around you in the emergency room speaks English. Walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, work-related injuries. I received an email from Donald, who was injured on the job. They were about to bring him to the emergency room. And he was like, on what, seven-hour wait? He said, you know what, instead, take me to AtMed Urgent Care. A doctor saw him within 25 minutes. Folks, physical exams and Anyone that has COVID, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. At Med Urgent Care. Stop in and see them. Fifty, Well, not stop in. Next time you have an emergency. At Med Urgent Care. 1524 Atman Avenue, Johnston. And 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. Well, folks, good afternoon. I can't believe it's only Wednesday. <clears throat> but see, that's what happens when it's my, and it's my own. Like we were at the shooting in East. No, the stabbing in East Providence on Saturday night. So then you're, you're working then. We were at the. Armed home inv, armed home invasion, and and what stood out in the mind, or should to to, to people who were somewhat surprised, I was not surprised. Think of this in North Providence, five people of color, armed with masks, knocked down a door, went into a home in a neighborhood in North Providence, right in the North Providence-Providence line, not far from Branch Avenue, not far from VZ Street armed intruders kept three people at bay at gunpoint and then you know nate went speeding off and then there was a bee on the lookout for them considered arms and dangerous which they were and what happened when police arrived on the scene eventually the people in the home told them we're not cooperating someone said you know three thousand dollars was stolen they couldn't get the tv off the wall and they might have taken some drugs. Might have taken some drugs. Kind of like, wait a minute, it says you might be a winner. When the guy comes home and the lady has the chainsaw going through the old furniture. No, it says you might be a winner. But folks, we have it on the website, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Senadale Revival. Comfort food and cocktails. Remember, right next door, Stella Sweets. Stop in delicious ice cream and treats and pastry. Right across from North Providence Town Hall. Frequently the winners of Rhode Island Monthly Best of. Shane, they do a great job. Live entertainment Fridays and Saturdays. The Centerdale Revival. Comfort food and cocktails. Again, look at that. What do they do? They tell the police, we're not cooperating. Please leave our home. Like We'll handle it. And this, as as many of you know, when I talk about this, the media never dwells on this. Not a lot. They did mention it because North Providence police mentioned it. But the media a lot of times won't harness that, won't talk about it. Uh, I notice that when a lot of times these individuals they 'll talk about a child right was uh murdered in the city and blah 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 and um they they never they never talk about that the people around them won 't cooperate this this inane it's it's primitive reaction no no we 'll deal with it we don 't go to the police. You know, that goes on all the time, all the time. And this whole thing, stitches end up in ditches. Better to be uh, judged by 12 and carried by six. You know, I mean, that was the thing of the Sopranos that they wouldn't cooperate with the police. But this goes on all the time, modern day. And I think one of the most egregious examples that the media, again, gives a free pass is, and I'm not trying to, you know, anytime I mention it, uh, State Senator Tierra Mac, anytime I mention this, her defenders attack me on social media. They don't disagree. They just say, don't, you shouldn't talk about that. But it has to do with Maya Brophy-Behrman, who was killed less than a mile from the home of State Senator Tierra Mac in her district. Right on Olney Street, off of Camp Street between Camp and North Main, Senator Mack lives maybe a mile from there. Maybe, maybe less than a mile. Has never mentioned her. I know for a fact in the aftermath of that, that Mack and others were encouraging people not to cooperate with the police. They talk about defund the police. Uh, You can't trust the police. We want the police out of our schools. And every time I mention that Senator Mack and her ilk, her defenders say, how dare you dis, is that the way you honor Maya? I can't believe you're even mentioned, is this how you, how come it's, it's not? I could flip that to, is this the way Senator Mack honors her? By never acknowledging her, never telling people just the opposite. Don't talk to the police. It is despicable. It is disgraceful. <clears throat> you know, this state, folks, right now, and I talked last hour, um, and I want to applaud Channel 12 for this piece on the soccer stadium in Pawtucket. We we are hitting, we're, we're going for record low here. One of the best things. You know, I don't know. Well, I do know, actually. Nellie Gorbea, I'm sticking with my prediction, is going to win that Democrat primary. But one thing that Congressman Patrick Kennedy, who I had a lot of fun at his expense. But one thing that he did say when he came in and gave the endorsement for Helena folks was, if you want the status quo, right, then just keep voting for the same people. But I, I don't recall when we have been at such a perilous time. Governor McKee is it's the ultimate the inmates are running the asylum. And the Democrat party, I mean I just they are the progressives are just such on the on the, the warpath. And it's not your imagination, many in the local media are with them. But this soccer stadium in Pawtucket is is just absolutely moronic. That, that this thing might actually see the light of day. And and the thing is, I mean, Governor McKee, there's nothing responsible about it. This is just absolutely disgraceful of this soccer stadium that it will not even pay for itself. They push that through. You know, George Nee is the head of the AFL-CIO. I, I despise the guy. He knows that. They have me as enemy number one. And anyone that missed it, I mean, they did a very high profile campaign war against me four years going after me. Actually, longer than that, but very high profile. This guy has led to the destruction. But boy, he gets them like puppets on a string. You know, the whole thing of The Godfather, if you've ever seen the visual, it was, you know, just that. Anyone that's ever seen a puppet, it's the strings. And there's that. You know, that that famous scene where Don Colleone, Marlon Brando, was saying, I I, wanna, I didn't want to just be a puppet on a string to some of these politicians and others. But boy, McKee, he had, I mean, McKee is basically George Knee, it is it is like a mannequin routine where he is literally dancing on the string. Where if George Nee calls Dan McKee and says, Jump, the only question coming is how high. The Pawtucket Minor League Soccer Stadium, the most expensive minor league soccer stadium in the United States, in the history of the United States, will not pay for itself on its own. Raising the states for future phases of a development that has become shrouded in financial, political uncertainty. It is embarrassing. It is a disgrace. 10000 Steed stadium, they think, is going to generate Maybe half a million new state revenue. There's not going to be any new revenue. And I want to repeat, this isn't about getting people in at a soccer state. This is a gift to the labor. This is a gift to the unions, a no-bid contract. Here, here is my gift to you. You know, anyone that watches The Sopranos, what do they do? How about Paulie on Goodfellas, the mob boss? They, they when they have a score... You gotta pay up. How many times are the Sopranos? They go and they kick up. A tribute, they call it, right? You gotta kick up a tribute. And then a lot of times things go wrong because they're pulling things behind the scenes where they're not kicking up. So you gotta kick up. And whatever it may be, whatever amount of money. There's that great scene, well, terrible actually, episode of the Sopranos with Gene. The guy ends up taking his own life. He even inherits money from his old aunt and gives, you know, kicks some up to Tony. Ralphie, good earner, always kicking money up to Tony. That's what it's like. This is Governor McKee goes to the unions and says, here is my gift to you. A $150 million soccer stadium. Absurd. No bid. Juice it up. You can build it 30 percent above cost. If they put that out to bid, it would come down. It would, the, the bids would be 30 percent lower. Of course, there isn't enough revenue for this. Channel 12: The debt, which would be borrowed through a 36 million dollar bond, is now slated to put entirely towards the 124 million dollar projected cost of the stadium. Folks, check inflation today. It's going to be more than that. The price tag is increased by 50%. Do you think for one second, AFL, CAO, the union that are building it, do you think they care if the cost goes up? What is Paulie say in Goodfellas, right, with the restaurant once he becomes a partner? Oh, business slow? Blank you, pay me. Every month, you're going to meet this nut that you have to pay him. It doesn't matter if they're stealing food out. Booze out. None of that mattered. Business slow. The only thing every month you gotta deliver the nut. They they could care less. <clears throat> the funding gap has drawn criticism from stadium skeptics, including Gary Sass. Question whether the board members fully understood the deal before approving sixty million in public support. This folks, the reason it doesn't make sense is because it's not about that. Of course, it doesn't make sense. Who would build a $150 million soccer stadium? It's a joke. In addition to the $36 million bond, state has approved another $14 million. They just start throwing money around and playing with money. And what is this about? Of course, it doesn't make sense. And by the way, I know some people are, as a result, the developer. And the mayor of Pawtucket keep asking for extra money. Now, the mayor of Pawtucket, I know some people are questioning him. Listen, he's along for the ride. He is absolutely in the back seat. McKee's in the passenger seat and and knee is driving the the train on this. You know? But even the fact that, that Carl Weinstein should have voted against it. He abstained from voting. This measure passed with McKee stepping in as the tie-breaking vote. What a joke. It wouldn't have been fair to anyone. Stadium revenue doesn't cover the debt payment. Of course it doesn't. You know why it doesn't make sense? Of course not. Much like the Wickford train station. Of course it doesn't make sense. Because that's not what it's about. It's about giving a gift to the unions. In and in exchange for he got the endorsement, yeah, Governor McKee passed the tie-breaking vote. They had Weinstein abstain. They had Bill Stone abstain. Not vote. Okay, you don't have to vote for it, but just don't vote against it. That's what it became. And they went along with it. They didn't want to annoy the unions, and they didn't want to avoid Governor McGreed. <clears throat> but this thing is falling apart. You know, the numbers don't make sense. The numbers never will make sense. Because that's not what the goal was. The goal was to give a gift to labor. Because then he gets a kick. He gets a taste, as they'd say. he get kicked back on anything like that. You know, one of the biggest problems in Goodfellas was not only was Henry doing the deal. Right. Moving the, the blow with the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh connection. Not only was he doing that on the sly that Paulie didn't know about it, but he also wasn't kicking any money up, which is also problematic. Um, if you've been watching the end of Better Call Saul. Right. Lalo. Lalo Salamanca. What did he discover? That Frayne was building that meth super lab in the ground and the cartel knew nothing about it. You know, a lot of times these these people turn on themselves. If you ever saw Ozark, Ozark begins with one of the partners was ripping off the cartel. You see, that's there's no honor in thieves. McKee just wants his money out of it. If he gets this stadium across the finish line, he gets a bonus. It's all what it's about. So people trying to understand the deal, right? Like, I don't get this, it doesn't make sense. Of course it doesn't make sense. It was not supposed to make sense. The convention center never made sense. The convention center wasn't so they could hold conventions there. The convention center was a gift to labor. (laughs) The best example is the Wickford train station. The entire thing is empty. Why would they build it? Because it was a gift to labor. It was a gift to the unions. No bid contract. Here. Here's a little taste. Boom. Here's 50 million. Build away. Who cares? Cost overruns? 30% over what it should have been? 40%? Doesn't matter. It was never supposed to be that. I could go on and on with the examples. You know I um, I know of a business, I won't say which one, but there was a business on Apple's Avenue. Someone I know used to I don't get this. I'd go in there. It was a store. Service is terrible. I never see anyone in there. They don't answer the phone. I don't get it. Yeah because it's a front. <laughs> they 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 get upset every time you walk in the door because they're not set up. It's a front. They're just laundering money through. Yeah, they're open. Well, they have some merchandise. They ring something in the cash register, but no. Of course, it doesn't make sense. It's a front. They just so it never made sense. I don't get that business. I don't get it. How do they stay in business? Because that's not their business. Ah, uh, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Propane Plus. Now, good afternoon, twelve fifty-one on this Wednesday. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show. Remember, call Propane Plus for your heating and cooling. 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, three generations, they're available 24-7. Online billing, uh, scheduled service and delivery. Now, right now, if you're listening to the program and you're in Massachusetts and maybe you use uh, quite a bit of propane, call Propane Plus. 508-252-3359 in Rhode Island 401-885-4209 for propane plus and they have a very user friendly website it's propaneplus.com heating and cooling residential commercial type in the zip code get a quote it's propane plus well folks at 1252 1252- you're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program is brought to you by The Inn. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. I'm going to be going there very soon. Stop it and see them. 226 Coincident Avenue, West Warwick. The service is great. The food is delicious. It is always consistently great at The Inn. So I want to um, just recap. Now, folks, also, the window is closing regarding the elections and early voting early voting starts i mean we are now early voting starts 2 weeks from today you know what's um what's also interesting is the fact that they right now um the new line i'm seeing is make sure you vote by September 13th. It's no more about primary day. It's no more about primary day. Make sure you vote by this date. And right now, some people that are running for office, they they have a decision to make. And it's either they're going to lose gracefully or they're going to try to turn it up and really get this thing going and try to have some semblance of of a campaign. Because right now, as Dan McGowan and I talked about, I mean, unless something changes, Seth Magaziner is, is going to take on Alan Fung and the winner gets to go to Congress. And, and what is laughable is the only thing they have, seemingly, is this picture of Mayor Fung at the inauguration for President Trump in January. It was cold. A Rhode Island vendor gave him a Trump hat. He put it on and someone took his picture. That's all they have. Like that in their mind, that should be disqualifying. That should be disqualifying in their mind. <clears throat> so, I mean, that is a joke. Um, and I think it's also interesting how... Um. Let me just, I think it's also um, interesting that even Dan McGowan said that he thought Kevin McCarthy seemed, you know, and I'm not putting words in his mouth, you can hear, but, you know, seemed pretty reasonable. Listen, Kevin McCarthy, to, to think that he could not handle the um, Rhode Island media completely underestimate. So listen, the story has faded a little bit. But right now in Congressional District Two, which is the Langevin seat, um, to not to not um if this Sarah Morgenthal you know, I think it's interesting and I'm glad I get a chance to talk to Dan McGowan because David Siegel, I'll have to go to the part of Providence that is part of CD2, Congressional District 2. Part of Providence is. I think it's interesting that Dan McGowan said that Siegel is really running like a Providence campaign. He's only focusing on Providence. So I think that's interesting because I'm not seeing any movement outside of outside of that. You know, there's just some other stories that I'm looking at. One is, this is funny. So the governor of New Jersey has a bizarre new hairstyle, another clue he may run for president I just like that someone did a story about that. <clears throat> that someone did a story that that the governor of New Jersey has this bizarre new hairstyle. Um, they're, they're nervous. They should be. They're very nervous. They should be because the, if, but here's the thing. In the next two weeks, now today is Wednesday, August 10th. Early voting starts two weeks from today, August 24th. It's wrong. It shouldn't be going on. It should not be going on. Uh, We should have election day. Our primary is late. It shouldn't be this late. We should have election day. One day you go and vote. I don't like all of this. I know people talk about the convenience of it. There's just, there's too much nefarious things that can happen with all these mail ballot applications. Rhode Island does not have legitimate elections. And I'm hoping that after the fiasco we're about to go through, there's gonna start to be a push for reform about that. But one of the major problems, folks, and again, good uh, good afternoon at 1257. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We will be doing uh, Facebook Live later on uh, tonight. One on the scene of one after dark. But one of the reasons is, is the Democrats, I don't care what, the Democrat Party feels they benefit from having loose regulations with voting. They also feel that illegals that are led into the country would be more inclined to vote Democrat than to vote Republican. As a result of that, they have no problem with illegals voting because they feel they're getting the votes, and that is a problem. And I've been talking about it for, I first really started to see how bad things have gotten in 2017. So one, two, three, four, for the past five years, I have talked about how our elections are becoming more and more. Uh, they're not legitimate elections. Folks, this portion of the program, and for those that have been following it, go to the website, petrocom I have posted more about this than anyone We've tried to call attention to it more than anyone. It's all on to Petro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Hey, the Brood Mission. Dave is just terrific. Plus, he gets involved with the environment. But stop in cozy environment. Discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings. Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Also, Pontiac Avenue right at Route 37 in Cranston. And then also Johnson, Cherry Hill. You could pop in right now for lunch, a snack. They also have the full bar uh in the work location discover the brute difference we have a link on the website to petro.com folks it's twelve fifty nine. big news of the day president trump did plead the fifth in uh one of the investigations in new york you're going to hear about that coming up at one we have another full hour to go we're just getting started the power hour is next next hour is radio only we'll be back on the other side on am 1380 and 99.9 fm